What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos, a.k.a. Coach V. And on this episode, I believe this should be episode 135, uh, because there was a live stream last night, episode 134. Go ahead and check that out. Cody Stoffer manned it down on his own, so that should be out uh, not only on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, but uh, it's, it's on our YouTube channel and on our Twitch, which is probably the better place to watch it since i mean if you were to listen to the audio it's just the audio right uh, but we're actually showing videos and clips and stuff uh on our youtube channel and twitch so uh there you go just quick just a quick plug there but on this episode i am going to be breaking down six safeties here from our best of the rest series uh to help uh, kind of close up this best of the rest series there is one more episode after this i believe that is tight ends so this is our second to last one here uh but all these players that i'm about to cover are players that did not make our top five senior list but i'm just gonna throw this out there two of the players and i'm gonna say you know who who they are whenever we get to them uh two of the players probably should have made our top five list at the time we did not use rubrics really i mean it was kind of a loose version of the rubric we have now the rubric i graded all these six players by and so i'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there so two of these players probably should have made our top five list or at least you know edge somebody for that top five list maybe not make it but maybe they were just outside so i'm just gonna throw that out there for now but the rest of these players are players that barely missed our top five seniors list and we'll talk about some things they could do better and whatnot to uh you know compete on the level of some of the guys we have on our top five uh safeties list for the class of 2022 so all these guys here are seniors in the state of colorado class of 2022 uh safeties some of them have signed some of them haven't so just uh you know just just keep that in mind and so before we hop into the breakdown, I do want to go through our process real quick, just in case you're a new listener and you haven't listened to this, but the way we grade each player at specific positions is that we have 10 categories. Uh, those categories depend on the position. Uh, for here, we have safety, and so those categories go uh, man coverage ability, zone coverage ability, top end speed, uh, agility slash hip fluidity, hip power, pass uh contest cons- consistency that's basically how consistent are they uh, defending the pass so pass defense ball skills height slash frame block shedding ability and then run defend ability and so we give those players a grade one through ten and um, basically let me break down what those rating how these ratings go but if i give them a one to three that means the skill needs improvement should be a priority for this player to work on at best the skill is okay but ultimately this is a skill that may cause this person to uh, get benched uh, at any time in the current season they're in or potentially get benched at any time then Four to six, that's about average. Uh, the skill on a bad day is just below average, but above average at the very best. Will suffice for the time being, but could definitely be a problem on the next level. Now, seven to eight, if I give any of these players a seven to eight in any of these categories, that means uh, that's above average to good. The skill is kind of in their bag is a reason that makes them into a solid player. I think it's you know, comparable to a two-star, low three-star talent if I give them a seven to eight grade. Now, if I give them an eight to nine grade, this is a pretty big range here, but this is about good to great. Uh, The skill is comparable to a three or four-star guy, and so if I'm giving them uh, a rating between eight and nine, that means, you know, I see them on par with some of the three-stars and four-stars in their class. So there you go. And then 9 and 10, that's a very good to elite. This is comparable. The skill is comparable to a 4-star and 5-star talent, you know. Um, it's rare we give out 9s. You know, they have to be real special at a spot to do that. But also, I mean, you know, to be a true 4-star talent, um, even, you know, like low 4-star talent, you got to rack up a couple 9s here, which is tough, you know. So just keep that in mind so there you go that's kind of our process when it comes to grading players here and so without further ado let's go ahead and hop into our first player of six here uh starting in a small school 
And that is Caden Donovan from Severance High School. Uh, he plays safety, obviously. He's about 6'1", 175 pounds. You know, this is a guy that was very, very underrated in our top five list. You know, um, you know the way those go is that me and Cody, you know, we both rate these players. And then we kind of average out our grades from there. And so there are some players that I rate higher that don't make it. And same with Cody. There are some players that he rates higher that don't make it and then there are some players that maybe should be a little bit higher on a list but uh one of our grades uh brings them down on that list and so just keep that in mind uh for me i felt like Caden donovan was the top five player at the time you know we decided to go with andrew hale it was a pretty close one but cody had andrew hale from valor christian rated a lot higher after talking about that after that episode, we both agreed that Caden Donovan should have been at least number five. Um, so apologies on that. But just for the record, I definitely felt like he was a top five player, maybe even higher, especially after seeing him play in that TCA game where he went head to head with a pretty good offense and, you know, D1 running back in Cade Palmer and gave them some trouble. And so... In general, I am pretty high on Caden Donovan. I think he's a D1 player through and through. Uh, on the year, had 114 tackles, 6 interceptions, and 3 forced fumbles for this tough Severance uh, Silver Knights defense. So uh, just keep that in mind. But all that being said, let's go ahead and talk about some of the highest rated categories here uh, and all that stuff. The things that really create Caden Donovan's brand of football at safety. So the highest rating that I gave him uh, is actually in two categories. I gave him an 8.8 .8 in hit power and an 8.8 .8 in ball skills. Um, so let me talk about hit power first. He's a tough football player. He's not afraid to just blast an offensive player. He does this consistently. Despite only being, you know, 6'1", 175, which isn't bad at all. Definitely a little bit on the lighter side, though. So just keep that in mind. But, you know, at that height and weight, I mean, he's hitting, like, some guys who are 6'3", 220 at safety and doing their thing there. Uh, so he's special. You know, he's a deadly hitter. We'll see how it translates it translates to the next level which is why i didn't quite give him a nine on hit power but i think an 8.8 .8 is very appropriate here i'm mean, somebody who's gonna take up somebody's head off and you know there are plenty of times on the film where you know he's reading the offense he sees where the ball is going and then he just absolutely times his hits well and just hammers a receiver and there's no way that they possibly could have you know made the catch because of where he's hitting them and all that and how hard he is hitting them and so that's a very big strength a very big part of his game he's uh he was easily an enforcer for the severance team which was wild because they had like a million enforcers on this squad but Caden donovan was definitely a special player there now ball skills that's the other uh high rating i gave him at 8.8 .8. um look he has shown pretty good hands i mean he could high point the ball uh for leaping snags interceptions he could make pretty low catches i mean he's shown that you know he could catch the ball pretty well uh and in traffic you know there are a couple times where you know it's in traffic and he'll go ahead and catch it and just make those contested catches look really easy you know, and that's not a very easy thing to do. Some safeties would probably, you know, be happy with a pass deflection if it's like a two-on-one, three-on-one situation. Um, but Caden Donovan, I mean, he goes up and gets it. And part of the reason why his ball skills are so good is because he was also a receiver for the Severance team in a pretty darn good one as well you know and so he knows what he's doing right and so his ball skills are definitely um i mean they're definitely up here i could see them comparable with a lot of four star guys with just the way he goes up and gets it now the next highest rating that i gave him was an 8.7 that went to run defend uh ability and then his zone coverage ability i mean look 
undefendability. This is easily one of his strengths. He's very disciplined when reading the run. Not afraid to go up there and lay the hammer. But I just want to reemphasize this. He's very disciplined against the run. And in 2A, you know, they do run the ball a lot. And there are pretty good 2A backs out there. You know, 2A backs that could definitely play on the 5A and 4A level here in Colorado. And be just as good, if not better. And so, for him to play the run so well, I mean, he it's like a master at work, right? He's extremely disciplined. You know, doesn't get out of place too many times. Uh, holds it down when it goes outside. When it comes inside, I mean, he's not afraid to get up in there either. You know, he does a very good job of just being a physical football player. Like I said, an enforcer. And so that is definitely a strength of his. Now, his zone coverage ability is another strength as well. Like I said, gave it an 8.7. Just like run defendability. I mean, he just does an excellent job of reading the field, making the correct plays. I mean, he was the perfect safety, honestly, for Severance, uh, who just didn't allow a lot of big plays. You know, and if they tried to test Donovan deep, I mean, he'd make them pay. Either he's going to lay a huge hit on whoever's trying to catch it, or he's going to intercept it. You know, um, and he has great ball skills, and so it's either one or the other at this point. He is that complete of a player. And on top of that, I mean, he rarely gets beat downfield either. Um, only thing I would say is that he's maybe a bit aggressive, a tad bit aggressive at times, but he's very sure of his decisions. I mean, I think that goes into play rec, you know, play recognition. And when I think that plays a big role in why his zone coverage is so high here is because his play recognition is very high. And so, you know, even though he is like playing, um, you know, defense extremely aggressively, like making very aggressive decisions here, uh, that could be kind of a bigger risk. I mean, he's sure of it because he knows what the play is and he's going to go ahead and make a play and, uh, defend, uh, you know, make make the right make the right defensive play here. Uh, that's what Caden Donovan does, and so his play recognition is a big reason why his zone coverage is at this 8.7 here, because he just reads the field very well, reads the offense very well here. Now let's talk about some of the things he could work on. Some of his lower ratings. So the lowest rating I gave him was a six when it came to block shedding ability. Uh, look. I mean, he doesn't really block shed a lot. Like, he doesn't take blockers straight on and then block shed or, you know, take on receivers and block shed from them either. I think for the most part, you know, playing on this 2A level, he was just too athletic for blockers to reach him. Um, and plus, you know, along with his play recognition, he knows what the plays are, so he's already a step ahead, and so he's all up in there. But, you know, he is a little bit you know, smaller at 6'1", 175. So on the next level, you know, he's going to have to have good hand-fighting abilities, or at least solid enough hand-fighting abilities. He's got to show that, you know, he could shed a block and go ahead and get up in there even when, you know, somebody puts a block on him. And so that's going to be a big deal. I gave him a 6 here uh, because I do feel like he's athletic enough to block shed and all that. Uh, I just didn't see too much of that. And uh, just so you know, just so you, the listeners, know, you know, if I don't see something on their film the default grade I do give them is a five but there is a leeway if I feel like they're a little bit better or a little bit worse you know so I'll go between a six and four four and six that's about the average range here when it comes to ratings so for now I am giving Caden Donovan a six when it comes to block shedding just didn't really see a lot of that uh the next lowest thing here uh I gave him a 7.6 for uh pass defend uh, consistency like pass or pass contest consistency whatever i mean this just means like how consistent is he when defending the pass um i think he usually does a good job contesting a pass uh and consistently does his best to make a pass incomplete but in my opinion this isn't higher because i feel like there are definitely times where you know he's like i mean he's he's hunting for a big hit right and look this is kind of something you see in players and especially safeties who could hit pretty hard here i mean you know they they get a little bit like too aggressive here and they miss out on some opportunities to either you know stop a pass from being completed or from intercepting it and instead they're looking to just lay somebody out and so i feel like that's something that he does from time to time here and it's just a little inconsistent i think there are times he's more focused um like he his priority is more like yo i'm gonna hammer the heck out of this dude and if he catches it 
great. That's a great play on him. If he doesn't, then, well, he shouldn't have, you know. Now, on the next level, in my opinion, there are going to be better athletes, right? Well, that's not even an opinion. That's a fact. There are going to be better athletes on the next level. And so, this past defendability, consistency, whatever you want to call it here, it's going to be important, you know. You got to show that uh, your priority is making a pass incomplete if you can't intercept it. And so, on the next level, I'd just like to see him really attack that ball more. You know, use his hands to make a receiver uncomfortable, smack it, smack uh, their arms around, smack the ball out, all that. That stuff his priority if he can't intercept it should be to make it incomplete no matter what and there are just some safeties here that we're even going to talk about on this list that do a good job of that you know they contest passes very well here on a consistent basis and they don't only just go for the big hit and so that's probably the thing i'd um you know critique him the most about i feel like there are times where he just doesn't attack the ball as well as he could and so we'll see how that goes uh, moving forward i mean i'm sure he'll figure it out it's not the biggest concern here and then the third lowest rating i gave him was a 7.7 so you could as you could see it's not like super low ratings here but that's a man coverage ability uh look i think he's a great athlete i think he has no problem keeping up with whoever they line him up one v one against but he could probably be a little bit more polished in man-to-man. -man. He has shown that he could keep up and be physical with the best of them. But I'd just like to see him continue to work on that technique, you know, flipping his hips. Um, if it comes down to it, pressing, stuff like that. I consider press part of man coverage ability. And so um, I'd just like to see him kind of be better at that. You could tell he's more of a safety, honestly, than a cornerback. So there you go. Now, other things that I didn't talk about here yet. I'm just going to go down the line. Gave him an 8.5 for speed. Uh, he has a 4.640 listed, so he runs a 4.6. In my opinion, that's probably accurate. You know, maybe closer to a, you know, a higher 4.5, like a 4.58, 4.57. I could even see that. In my opinion, I think that's D1 speed. I don't know if it's a power five and whatnot. I mean, it kind of depends. Some safeties aren't as fa I mean, I've seen slower safeties run a four six four seven, and they play power five, and they're just big hitters like Donovan here. So that's kind of why I'm, you know, a little hesitant and whatnot to say that he's maybe not a power five guy, but he's probably closer to an FCS type of guy in my opinion at this four five four six range so so there you go um i gave him an 8.4 when it comes to agility hip fluidity i think he has a solid amount of it you know changes directions well would I say he's the smoothest safety? No, I, I think he could definitely be improved. I think he could open up his hips a little bit better. He could be a little bit faster here, you know. And so I would say his acceleration when coming out of, like when he's changing directions and then like accelerating into uh, that direction, I think that could definitely use some work. And so that hip fluidity agility is not as good as it could be. Uh, for now, I still gave it an 8.4. I think it's solid enough. So, there you go. I think it's about a 3-star type of low 3-star type of rating here uh, at that 8.4. So, so yeah. Um, height and frame, 6'1", 175. He could even be a little bit heavier. I would believe it. Uh, but I gave him an 8.4. I mean, like, safeties is it's kind of hard to rate their hide and frame at times just because there's a very wide range of safeties i mean we had a safety on our top five list who was six six two hundred obviously i mean he's gonna get an a or a nine on that because i mean he's at least 200 pounds he's over six foot by a lot so there you go and so it definitely varies. And then we have, you know, safeties that are like that 5, 10, 200 range, which is a little bit more prototypical, I guess. Well, maybe 5, 11, 200. That's a little bit more prototypical. But I think he's right in the middle at 6'1", 175. I gave him an 8.4 here. If he was 200 pounds, he'd probably be closer to a four-star type of guy. But I think he's about average, and I think most safeties are around that, you know, 6'1", 180, maybe even 190 type of range here. So he's a little bit on the lower end at 8.4 
so there you go. So that's all of his grades here. Final grade uh, for me was an 81.6. He for sure would have made our top five list. Uh, 81.6. That is about a three-star type of player. And I truly believe that. I think Hayden Donovan is a three-star type of player. Now, the stars system and ratings, you know, it, it doesn't always mean the most, right? A lot of players, especially when you look at players from Texas, California, Florida, they're really getting these stars because of the talent around them and because of, you know, how much clout there is in those states, right? And so being from Colorado, he's already under-recruited, but I do believe he is a three-star type of guy. I think he's somebody who has great hands. He could hit, you know, he's shown that he could cover in zone very well and then be good enough and manned and whatnot and so he's a very versatile football player which is what you want your safeties especially to be in general i mean you want football players your football players to be versatile but at safety i mean the best ones are the versatile ones there's a reason jamal adams you know even though he's a big hard-hitting safety isn't the best safety in the league it's because he can't cover and so that's that's a big deal there uh <laughs> That's a, that's a big deal there. That's what separates him from other guys. And so versatility really goes a long way uh, if you, you play safety. And so that's why I think he's a three-star guy here. Now, looking at his social medias, I don't think he has committed anywhere yet. At least as of uh, March 21st, he hasn't committed anywhere yet. But, you know... I mean, he's he's good enough here. I mean, uh, he has an offer from Shadron State, you know, so he has an offer there. I'm sure other teams are also, you know, recruiting him. But don't get it twisted. I think he's still a talented safety despite not having some of those looks. Honestly, I think he could probably walk on somewhere. Like, I think he could walk on to Northern Colorado and maybe win that spot, if not at least compete for it. Uh, I mean, first off, you want to walk on there and compete potentially you know get on scholarship eventually and whatnot uh, but i think that's definitely somewhere he could walk on uh csu's another spot uh cu potentially i know they're always recruiting out of state though which hurts colorado talent by the way but eh, you know you never know there so i think you could definitely walk on and challenge recruits um that were recruited by the coaching staff originally uh, i don't have any doubt about that but I think Juco is probably his best route here. I mean, if he really feels like he's not getting the looks he wants, I legitimately think he could go Juco, you know, play his physical brand of football and whatnot, do his thing, and he could potentially earn some D1 offers, you know? If not D1, then at least full-ride D2 offers. Uh, at the end of the day, as long as your education is fully paid for, that's a pretty good deal. You know, uh, you don't have to worry about some things that normal college students have to worry about. Anyways, that wraps up his film breakdown. Let's go ahead and move on to the next player here. And that is Beto Ledesma from Castleview High School. He is the 5'10", 185 pound safety for them. On the year, he had 98 tackles, didn't find any picks or forced fumbles here. So, uh, there you go there. But let's talk about him here. So... Uh, some of his highest ratings that I gave him here. I gave him an 8.5 when it came to agility, hip fluidity, hip fluidity, sorry. I said he's a pretty smooth athlete, changes directions relatively well. Um, this kind of helps make up for his lack of top-end speed, which, in my opinion, w wasn't that great. So, so yeah, but... There you go there. I think he's somebody that does change his directions pretty well. And so that definitely masks a bit of that. So that's never a bad thing. Um, next highest rating here was his run defendability. I gave him an 8.1. Said it's not bad by him. Concerned about his strength. Uh, especially when it's, you know, in between the tackles. Well, not there are definitely times that uh, also he is slightly out of place when uh, trying to stop the run and whatnot. And may not be covering the right gaps. Altogether, though, he is a willing tackler. And he does get in there to tackle and complete those. And so, it gave him an 8.1. I think that's a solid enough rating then the next highest rating i'm not going to include his hide and freight here um i mean i gave him an eight for that just so you know but then his next highest rating was his zone coverage ability gave him a 7.5 
said he reads the field well enough, but there are definitely plays, in my opinion, that he doesn't read fast enough. Uh, he kind of lets some plays develop, develop a little bit too quickly instead of putting himself in position to be a disruptor of some of those plays. Now, it doesn't happen all the time. It does happen uh, some of the time, though, and so that's why it's a solid 7.5. If you could be a little bit more consistent there, then that would help him out. Now, let me talk about some things. Uh, well, let me talk about his lowest ratings here. So... His lowest rating was actually a 4 that I gave him with block shedding ability. I said it's not high to begin with, but I do think it needs work as, I mean, he's just not the strongest safety out here at 5'10", 185. Definitely a little bit of a concern. I mean, like I said, I talked about his run defendability, and I said I was concerned about how he is in between the tackles um, and whatnot. I mean, not that he has to take on a guard or anything, but... Uh, I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta get up in there, right? And you gotta at least show that you could block shed just a little bit, or at least block shed receivers. And it did kind of feel like that, you know, if a receiver was to lay pretty good block on him, then he may not be able to get out of that. And so that's why I kind of gave it a four. That's uh, on the lower end. I mean, it's something that I think he would definitely need to work on here. Um, the next lowest rating that I gave him was a six. And man coverage, I mean, his lack of speed doesn't really help him here. Uh, and he does barely go one-on-one, and so this was close to default grade. But I did see a couple man coverage looks here. I don't know, though, if he's somebody that I trust one-on-one on the D1 level yet, or even high-level D2s, uh, because, of his, because of his man coverage ability. But... I mean, I will acknowledge that he does have good hip fluidity, good agility, and so maybe he could figure it out, but he will have to be good in 101 from a technical standpoint rather than, obviously, an athletic standpoint. So, there you go. And then the lowest, or one of the other lower ratings I gave him was a 6.8 with top end speed. He does have listed a 4740. I think he might be a little bit slower than that just looking at the film. I mean, it's just the eye test. And so this is just what I see. And I'm sure coaches see this. But, you know, he does look a little bit slower there. I think the agility does make up for a lot of it and whatnot. But that's definitely a concern on the next level. I mean, it caps where he can play. Um, I do don't know if he runs a 4.7, so we're probably looking at 4.75, maybe 4.8, you know, and that's kind of pushing it. I think he's more of a D2 guy uh, at this point because of that. And honestly, I mean, you can't teach speed. Um, some guys either have it or they don't, and so that's just the tough part when it does come to recruiting in football. Uh, let me go ahead and talk about some of the other ratings that I haven't talked about yet here. You know, hit power, gave him a 7. I said he's willing to be physical. I mean, just isn't the biggest player, though. His strength is definitely lacking a little here, and so that's why it's a 7. Uh, pass defendability slash consistency gave him a 7.4. Not bad. Uh, he is there to contest most passes, but uh, definitely concerned that he does have that habit of going for a hard hit rather than truly breaking up a pass. And so there are definitely times he goes up to contest pass, um, but he's just not strong enough to make it incomplete. So... There you go there. Gave him a 7 for ball skills. Not a lot of film of him catching it with his hands in traffic. Uh, or really at all. He didn't have any interceptions this year. So there you go. Uh, but, you know, solid enough with his hands. <sighs> Nothing special, though. Probably closer to average, if anything. So there you go. Um, and yeah, and so altogether, I mean, I don't think he's a bad safety at all. I know I kind of went on a little bit longer on some of those. Well, it was just more of the recent uh, categories they talked about. But altogether, I think he's somebody that could develop into a better safety. But no doubt, I think he's probably more of a D2, maybe D3 guy. His final grade was a 70.3. In my opinion, he should go Juco if he wants to play on the next level. Continue to develop and all that. In my opinion, I, I kind of feel like as well, he's just not aggressive enough uh, at times. And that's easy. I mean, uh, I mean, just on the next level, be more aggressive, right? Uh, especially when defending those passes. Like, really get your hands in there and rip the ball away from the receiver. Or do something, right? Don't go for the hit because, you know, I, look, I don't think he's 
big enough to, like, really lay somebody out on the D1 level. Like, think about the receivers on the next level. They're, like, 6-1 to 6-5, you know, that's kind of the range. And then at least two, uh, 190 to that 220, 215 range. You know, they're freaks of nature. You're just not going to be able to out-hit those guys. And so you got to be technically better, especially if you're kind of smaller here at 5'10", 185 here. Get a hand in there, really rip that apart. You know, precision type of strikes that's what you gotta go for uh, and be aggressive with those and so so there you go i think uh look he could eventually develop into a pretty good player here but for now you know i think it's gonna take some time you know and i think juco you know not only is it a cheaper option so you're not gonna go broke chasing your dreams uh but you know you're gonna be in an all right spot financially at least right uh going to junior college because obviously it's cheaper and then you'll have your chances there uh to develop right red shirt even your juco year and so then you know you red shirt then uh take two more years to continue to develop after that i mean you have your associate's degree in three years it should be a pretty cheap deal there and then you have three years of development under your belt and arguably two more years of eligibility left well you would have two more years of eligibility left and then you could potentially go somewhere whether it's a d2 or whatever um so so there you go you know i think he's a solid player he held it down he made some pretty big plays for this castleview uh team i would say this i, I know i did criticize his power and strength here a little bit i would say this there are definitely flashes where he plays bigger than what he actually is like he plays like a bigger football player like a stronger football player than what he actually was we did watch that pomona game and so i do want to give him a lot of credit there um but my biggest thing is just i need to see consistency you know, I just need to see more of that. And so I think developing at a Juco, that'll go a long way. So there you go there. Uh, that is his film breakdown. Keeping it going, though, we're going to go back to the smaller levels of football. Wouldn't say lower levels, but definitely a small town football here. And talk about Trey Hines out of Lyman High School. He's their six foot, 170 pound safety. Also was their quarterback these last couple years. So has a couple rings from playing quarterback and safety for them, obviously. On the year, had 50 tackles and three interceptions. Also got to keep in mind, like I said, he was playing quarterback as well. On the way to the state championship game. Now, Trey Hines here, he was a pretty big part of this Lyman defense. I mean, he's been a really good athlete and whatnot, obviously, and so he has started for this Lyman defense for kind of a bit now and was good enough to obviously win a couple state championships with them, so just keep that in mind. Now, let's go ahead and hop into this, talk about some of the things that I really liked about him, some of his higher ratings here. His highest rating uh, for me, I gave him an 8.7 in agility, hip fluidity. I think in general, he's a pretty smooth athlete with good change of directions. I mean, you could watch him scramble as a quarterback. He's a shifty player. This is a good transferable skill over to safety for him. So I like that a lot for sure. Um, next highest rating was his run defendability. Gave him an 8.4. I said he's very willing to come up and defend the run here. He's very disciplined here as well. I mean, he's not afraid to get up there on interior runs and go ahead and stop them. There are times where you see him take on some linemen as well, which you love to see. Um, you don't see every day, so that's for sure. And then, you know, obviously he contains those outside runs. And so this is definitely a strength here. Gave him an 8.4 for for that uh, another thing i really liked was his top and speed gave him an 8.3 i don't know how his i don't know what his 40 yard dash is uh and so it's kind of hard to see how fast he truly is but he could definitely keep up on the next level i think his uh, decision making and agility helps him out here uh for sure but i gave him an 8.3 top end speed potentially could be higher though um depending on what his 40 is because he is a pretty fast a football player he's not slow by any means so there you go uh i gave him also an 8.2 in hit power i said if he catches you off guard 
you know, he'll hit you pretty hard, you know, especially get if he gets some of those clean shots at you, like, he'll he'll rock you, you know, like, he could absolutely do that, uh, but, you know, he's not as filled down as he definitely can be, and so there are also times where, you know, it's a little hit or miss, if it's not the cleanest, like, you know, uh, window to hit you and whatnot, it won't be as physical of a hit, and so, I mean, that'll go for anybody, and so, there you go there. Could probably work on that precis preciseness uh, when hitting and whatnot. And also, if he fills out into his frame a little bit more, I think that would help him out quite a bit as well. Now, let me talk about some things I could definitely work on here. Uh, some of his lower ratings. So, gave him a 5 when it came to man coverage ability. This is more of a default grade because I just didn't see a lot of this. Uh, I do think he's athletic enough to stop players in 101. But maybe technique-wise, he's lacking just a little bit there. So, eh, you know, could definitely be a little bit better there. Now... I gave him three sixes, and uh, I gave him a six in pass, defend consistency, ball skills, and block shedding ability. Let me start with the top here. Pass, defend, consistency. Uh, look, would probably wish to see more film, you know, just defending the pass here. I felt like there was just a lot of plays where I just saw him coming up and making the tackle or, you know, getting pretty easy interceptions. Maybe not easy interceptions, but, you know, making pretty, like, you know, like they're not the hardest interceptions to make and whatnot. And so when it comes to him just defending the pass and on the 1A level, they kind of run it a lot. So it's not like he has a lot of opportunities to do this. I just didn't see a lot. I just didn't see a lot here. I'm sure if I watched more film, this grade would be higher there. But, you know, I'd, I'd like to see more of this for sure. You know, it's kind of, it was close to a default grade, to be honest with you. But uh, because of his athleticism and because of the few plays I did see where he contested uh, some of these passes, uh, it's at a six. So there you go there. Uh, ball skills, I gave him a 6. This could probably be a little bit higher, honestly. But I did see him catch a lot with his body. There were a couple plays where he did catch with his hands. Look, I think this is more of a consistency issue here. You know, catch with your hands, right? Um, get used to that and catch at different angles and whatnot. I didn't necessarily get to see him, you know, catch at different angles. But like I said, you know, it's not like they throw the ball a lot on the 1A level. So there are definitely things to consider here with that. Uh, block shedding ability gave him a six i said he's definitely stronger than some people think here and there's a lot of potential here for him to be a better block shedder uh but you know he is pretty athletic so he'll get to the ball carrier before athletes could get there and block him and all that great stuff and so i do wonder how he would hold up uh but you know he is kind of a smaller player at six foot 170 so uh, i don't know but I think he could definitely improve here and get better. I mean, there are definitely plays where he's willing to be physical. So that's not an issue at all. You know, the issue is just, you know, can he get it done? Can he block shed fast enough to go ahead and make a play? Uh, if, you know, a blocker does get on him. So there you go there. Now, let me talk about some of the other things that I haven't talked about yet before going into this. Uh, zone coverage. I gave him an 8 here. Said it's not bad. He could probably read the field a little bit better. <sighs> the comp he goes up against just doesn't throw the ball a ton. And so that's definitely harder to evaluate a safety. Obviously, when, you know, the competition that he's playing against doesn't throw the ball. So, you know, that's partially why it's at an 8 here. I just didn't see a lot of that. Uh, didn't allow big plays, though, you know, really at all throughout this season, at least big pass plays, and so uh, there you go. But I think on the next level, could definitely use a little bit more film work. Uh, he could use some film work here, you know, just study that film of opposing teams and whatnot, really know what they're going to run, and I think this could definitely go up if we were to reevaluate here for sure. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. Altogether, final grade was a 72.6. I think he's a solid player. I think a lot of the reason why he's not rated a little bit higher, because I do think he's probably rated, like, personally as a player, I think he's better than a 72.6, at least slightly, uh, is just because of the talent and, you know, the level he's going up against. Uh, well, I wouldn't say talent. I, I would just say the level. I mean, they just don't pass the ball a lot. Lyman didn't see a lot of teams that honestly pass the ball a ton. When they did, he found success. I mean, he found success against a, um, 
Centauri squad that, you know, obviously they had a great running back there, but they did pass the ball a little bit. You know, he snagged some picks and made some plays there uh, up until he got hurt and whatnot. But in general, I think if he was going up against teams that passed the ball a little bit better, I mean, he'd make them pay, you know, and so he'd be rated higher here. I think in general, if he does want to play on the next level, I'm not sure if he does because I know he's an athlete in a bunch of other sports as well. So maybe he will earn a scholarship in one of those sports. But if he does want to play football on the next level, could definitely see him as a safety here. I mean, six foot 170. Uh, this is a rating I did talk about. I gave him an eight here, which I think is solid enough. I think you know that's a pretty solid height at six foot, and I do believe he's a 170. You know, I think he's an athletic enough guy to play that. You know, um, there's a lot of things going for him is just what I'm saying. And also he's a winner, right? He's won a bunch of state championships. And so never hurts bring on a safety. That's won a bunch of state championships has the athletic ability to develop into a good safety. And, um, you know, I mean, like I said, he's a winner, so he's going to want to win. He's going to work hard. And so there's definitely something to be said about that. And so there's a lot of potential here. I think, you know, it kind of depends what offers he has, but, Juco is probably the best route. You know, go ahead, prove yourself, play against, uh, you know, higher level competition, competition that will throw the ball a bit more, and, uh, you know, stack those stats while continuing to get better and show that you can do some of the things that I wasn't so sure about here. Uh, just because, I mean, he didn't get the ability to show off some of those things. So, so yeah, there you go. That is Trey Hines out of Lyman. Keeping it going here, though, uh, let's talk about another state champion here, but this time on the 5A level in Cherry Creek's Tyler Tolbert, the 6'2", 170-pound safety for them. Uh, this year had 72 tackles, an interception, and two forced fumbles. Now, Tolbert here, you know, uh, there, there's a lot to like about him for sure. You know, there definitely is. So let's go ahead and actually hop into this real quick. You're starting with his highest ratings here. Uh, the highest rating I did give him was an 8.8 .8 with hit power. I said he could absolutely hammer players over the middle, and he's just not afraid to be physical. There's also definitely a little bit of a precise and accuracy to the way he hits people that just allows him to cause turnovers or, you know, make plays result into incompletions. Honestly, I mean, he's just a very powerful, physical football player, which is what you want out of your safety most of the time, I would say. You know, when you have that safety back there as your last line of defense, he has to be physical uh, to make a point, you know, to show that, yo, you're not going to beat us over the middle. And so, or, you know, deep or whatever. And so that's what I like a lot about his game here. <clears throat> now, the next thing... Uh, the next highest rated thing I have for Tolbert here is his top end speed. Gave him an 8.6. I said, um, you know, he's fast. He's definitely fast enough to play on the next level. I'd say comparable to a three-star guy. I wouldn't say it's like overly special or amazing, but it's definitely good enough. I mean, he's good enough to be a starter on the next level, on the college level. And so I don't doubt that at all. That's why I gave him an 8.6 here. Uh, couldn't find his 40-yard time, so, you know, there, there you go. And then lastly here, the next highest rating I have uh, for him is an 8.3 when it comes to zone coverage ability uh, I think he reads the defense well enough but honestly you know there is a lot of talent around him so that kind of hurts him I mean when it comes to making tough decisions and whatnot because most of the time I mean what else do you really need to read you're looking at mostly primary reads you want to take those away from the quarterback make them look at you know their secondary third options but by this time i mean you know with this cherry creek defense you got guys like blake purchase chase brackney uh hank zelinskis uh, lamar henry lamar even Marte russell like all these guys you know angelo petritus all these guys on this defense that you know if they're let loose and you know they're blitzing and they have a safety back there, chances are if Tolbert here diverts uh, the quarterback from his primary, even secondary option, he doesn't have time to look at his third or check down because he's going to get sacked, you know? And so he definitely, I, it's kind of hard to, you know, grade his zone coverage ability here. I know it's good, like he reads defenses well enough, but you just got to keep in mind he is definitely getting 
a pretty good amount of help from a stacked D1 roster basically here. So, you know, there you go. Um, and also, actually, I want to talk about this other ability while we're at it. I want to talk about his man coverage ability before talking about areas of improvements. Gave him a 7.7. .7. I said he definitely can cover in man and has shown that he is pretty solid here. Cherry Creek will line him up in man-to-man -man at times, and he looks pretty good. I mean, he's kind of a longer player here at 6'2", 170, and so that definitely helps him out a lot. Helps him make a play on the ball and just, uh, you know, not allow his uh, receiver or whatever from making a play and so that's something i like a lot there there's definitely a bit of versatility there uh so so yeah but let me talk about some things that you know he could improve on that were also his lowest ratings so uh his lowest the lowest rating that i gave him was a six and that went towards ball skills and pass defend consistency here uh let me talk about pass defense here so honestly this could be a little bit lower here, but it's low because it's inconsistent, because he's inconsistent. I think there are definitely plays where we play it perfect, he'll break up a pass, you love to see that. Then there are other times you can tell he's just looking for a big hit. Uh, and honestly, there are plays where I feel like, you know, he should be coming away with a turnover. Maybe that is more of a ball skills thing uh, rather than pass defend. Uh, either way, they're the same rating for a reason, so there you go. But... There are definitely times where I feel like he should be coming away with a turnover, but he doesn't, and it's because he's out of position at times, and so that kind of hurts him a bit here from either making a play on the ball, like just defending it, making it incomplete, or, you know, forcing a turnover, and so that's kind of a big deal here. Uh, like I said, there are times he looks great, and then there are times where, you know, he's definitely not doing the best thing he can't be doing here at the safety position and so consistency goes a long way here that's why this isn't lower uh because i mean he does flash the ability to do it but i think i mean you know he has been sitting behind a number of players uh i'm golly in these last couple years miles purchase obviously uh enoch wolfolk he was a pretty solid safety slash corner for them you know, so he doesn't have, like, the most experience, I would think, honestly. And so that's probably a thing um, that you got to consider when it comes to consistency. And so that's why he got a 6 for that. Uh, ball skills, I gave him a 6. I said he can make solid catches, but I feel like it's rare where he just goes up and puts himself in position to do that. You know, and look, he's 6-2, so ideally you would think that he would go up there and win a lot of jump balls and get like picks and stuff like that and we just didn't see a lot of that only had one interception on the year you know and so there's definitely a little bit more to be desired here but you know that could definitely be fixed you know there are worse things to have at a low rating so there you go he has sixes in both of those and then his I guess third or second lowest rating here would be his agility slash hip fluidity. Gave him a 6.5. Said he definitely feels a bit stiff at times. Um, this Loki might be one of his biggest weak points because with the other things, it's more so consistency. I know he can go up there and make plays and whatnot uh, when it comes to pass defense and ball skills. And so that's a consistency issue. With this, I mean, he is just stiff, I feel like. He's not as smooth as some of these other athletes out here for sure. And so he just needs to open up those hips, right? And really work on that change of direction and uh, doing that quickly because that is needed at the safety spot uh, especially if you play man coverage you know i think his man coverage could be a little bit better if he does you know open up those hips and is a little bit more agile there so uh so there you go you know uh those are his lowest ratings let me go ahead and talk about everything else here everything i haven't talked about uh yet here so hide and frame gave him an 8.5 3 8.3 for that he is 6 to 170 height is great weight a little bit on the lower side, but not bad. I do believe he's 170. Maybe a little bit more, though. Uh, you know, I think an 8.3 is solid enough here. Gave him a 7 for block shedding ability. Uh, this is pretty good. You know, that 7 at block shedding ability. There aren't many other players. I don't think there are any other players on this list that have a higher block shedding rating. So there you go there. I said he does a solid enough job of keeping blockers off of him off of him with his hands but he could definitely be a little bit of a better hand fighter maybe a little bit faster so uh so there you go there 
And then run defendability gave him a 7.5. Said there is room for improvement here. But I think he definitely plays a little conservative at times. Like he leans more towards that. Doesn't play the run as aggressive as he could. Not that he needs to with this stack type of lineup. And so that's probably why... He's more on the conservative side more than anything uh, because he doesn't need to be overly aggressive and get out of position and, you know, make a play here. So, you know, he has a solid 7.5. Altogether, his final grade is a 74.7. I don't think that's bad here. I said there's definitely potential for him to be a D1 FCS guy, I would probably say, but I would... You know, I would uh, go ahead and advise him to go Juco or even if he wants to walk on somewhere, take a red shirt or something like that and just continue to develop, you know, get more athletic, continue to study your film so that your play rec goes up and all that, you know. Uh, he, I think he could truly develop into a pretty solid starting safety for a lot of FCS schools out there. Uh, he did a lot for the Cherry Creek defense, you know, God keep that in mind, but I think you know, there are definitely uh, some things he could work on here and there where he just needs a little bit extra time. Not too much time, but, you know, just a little bit extra time here. So, there you go. I think if he could really improve his ball skills to be better and, like, just start racking up the turnovers and interceptions, that'll go a long way in helping him out, honestly. So, uh, so there you go. That is Tyler Tolbert out of Cherry Creek High School. Alright, now up next, we have Demario Williams from Rangeview High School, the 6-foot-155-pound safety. On the air, he had 73 tackles and 3 interceptions. Now, let me talk about this one here, because I, uh, I, there, there are a lot of things that I liked about Demario Williams and his game here. So, let's go ahead and hop into this, starting with his highest-rated category, and that is his agility and hip fluidity i gave him a nine i think he's real smooth um his hips can change directions on the dime um i mean he is just a very very smooth football player i really like it personally and i think that's why he's such a rangy db as well because he's i mean he has that ability to just stop on a dime and then switch it up and go ahead and get after it right and change directions and so i think he's probably one of the smoothest dbs that we've gone to cover here at least in this class in this class of 2022 so that's why i'm giving him a nine for agility and hip fluidity now his next highest rating is a tie but between three categories at a 8.8 i gave him an 8.8 .8 for zone coverage for pass defense consistency and for ball skills here now starting with zone coverage i think he does a real nice job in zone he knows his responsibilities he knows what's expected out of him you can see him that he reads the quarterback size very well and also reads the play as a whole pretty well too um he won't allow any big plays and honestly you could even see him anticipating some of these plays even in so that's just how smart this kid is. I mean, he does a very good job in zone coverage. If he's not going to break up a play, he's going to intercept it. I think that's how talented this kid really is. Uh, so that's what I like about the, him there. Pass defend consistency here. Like I said, 8.8. .8. Does a real good job getting up in there. Contest pretty much every pass, if not uh, intercepting it. So he's, um, I mean, he's up in there. You know, he's being physical and really just trying to make these passes incomplete, which you see a lot. Uh, strength is definitely a little bit of an issue here, as I think there are plays where he could uh, be making if he was simply stronger. But other than that, I mean, he gets up in there and he's consistent with it. He's consistent with breaking up those passes getting a hand up in there if he's not intercepting it so that's I mean, honestly, that's what you love to see there. And then ball skills here, like I said, 8.8. .8. For kind of a smaller built athlete, Duke can go up and get it. And he'll put his body on the line to go up and get some of these passes. He has a very strong hands, and he's shown that he can catch through traffic. And, you know, put himself, himself in position to make some of these plays as well. So that's absolutely what you love to see here. And so those are his highest ratings. Um, I also want to mention this top end speed. I gave him an 8.7. I do wonder what his 40-yard dash is, but in general, I mean, he's shown that he can't be beat deep for the most part. Um, I've seen him play a couple deep balls here. And he just does a really good job getting there in time to contest it, if not getting there sooner and intercepting it. So there you go. Um, this definitely, 
I don't think it's going to be an issue on the next level unless you really want to get picky with it. Uh, so, you know, even if this was a little bit lower, I don't think it'd be lower than an 8.5 just because, I mean, he's just so good, you know, in a lot of other things. And, I mean, I think part of it is that he's anticipating plays very well, too. And so... Look, in general, though, I don't think his top-end speed is going to be a problem. I think it's good enough to play on the next level for sure here, uh, at least FCS level. Now, let's talk about some of the things he could definitely work on. Some of his uh, lower ratings here. His lowest rating was a 4. Gave him that on block shedding ability. Uh, look, I didn't see this a lot. Didn't see him go up against a lot of blockers straight up. And so it would be a default 5. But also, I mean, he's a little bit smaller, you know. Um, he is a bit smaller, and so I, I'm kind of concerned about how he would hold up if a blocker was to get his hands on him and all of that. Because uh, I think he might be a little weaker. He's only 155 pounds, and so that's not, like, the heaviest player to move. So there you go there. Um, kind of tied with that. This is hit power. Gave him a 5. Wouldn't call him an enforcer. I think he definitely lacks a little bit of strength. And just not being a bigger player kind of hurts him here. Um, I think he needs to result to being a better cover guy than enforcer to be able to play on the next level. And that's okay. You know, there's always room for cover guys on the next level. It is a passing game. So there you go there. But definitely a little bit of an issue here with that 5 rating on hit power. And then I believe his next lowest rating is a 6 and man coverage ability, which isn't the worst. I did say, um, look, I didn't see him in a lot of man coverage. So it's almost a default grade, but his athleticism um, kind of tells you that he would probably be a solid man coverage DB if you ask him to. I think if it comes down to it, it's mostly, mostly technical stuff that is holding him from, uh, you know, having a higher rating outside of that lack of film. So there you go there now let me just go down the line and talk about some other things that i didn't get to talk about here uh yet hide and frame gave him a seven he's i mean look he has a seven because he's 155 pounds maybe 160 pounds that's just really light like really really light and so that's why he gets a seven there run defendability gave him a seven um look i did acknowledge though that he's willing to get in there he's a pretty sound fundamental tackler and so that's why his grade is as high as it is at a 7. But I also think there are also times where he doesn't quite know what gap to fill or where to position himself. And so that kind of puts him out of position as the play develops. And that could be a little bit dangerous here. Um, I think he waits a little too long at times uh, waiting for a play to develop rather than anticipating and uh, getting there. You know, And so that's a little bit of a problem as well. Uh, on odd set plays, I mean, look, you got to contain those for sure. I mean, if you're a safety, you just got to angle outside. Uh, on interior plays, if you know it's an inside run, then you might as well get up in there and make the tackle. Don't wait for the back to come to you. That's never a good idea. So there you go. So it could def this could definitely be improved here. I think there are a couple film work, um, or not a couple film work. There's definitely some film work that he could do here to improve uh, this run defend ability. And in general, I mean, he's not the strongest guy, so he's going to have to play it smarter. So... There you go. But final grade is a 73.1. I don't know if he wants to play on the next level slash will play on the next level, but I think he can. I think there are a lot of skills here that, you know, I want to see continue to be developed. And then there are also some skills here that I really like a lot. You know, I think, you know, his game especially could uh, take that next leap if he gets stronger. You know, I think he's good at it, a lot of things, but if he gets stronger, that helps out his game as a whole so much more. And so I think that's probably the thing that's holding him back from being a D1, maybe even high D2 prospect prospect in my opinion and so i don't know what college offers he has i didn't see too many uh when i did get to look at some of his social medias um but you know to have a chance at those levels i he needs to be very good in coverage and he needs to continue to study the game and so going juco is never a bad thing even if he was to walk on somewhere i think he could potentially find success if he was to do that but you know the 
I guess, double-edged sword with walking on somewhere is that, you know, it's going to cost more than a Juco, and you're going to have less time than uh, if you were at a Juco. And with less time comes less opportunities. And so that's definitely a little bit of an issue. That's why I always suggest Juco over walking on somewhere. But I could see him doing both and finding success because I do think he's a great athlete. And I think he's someone that, you know, is a good cover guy at the end of the day. So, uh, so there you go. That is uh, Demario Williams. Alright, now the last guy I want to talk about here is somebody that probably could have, you know, he, pr he for sure could have pushed somebody off of our top five list. Uh, admittedly, he's somebody that we missed because he was labeled at cornerback on basically everything. And so when we do our research and stuff like that and double check on players, whether they're a safety or cornerback, uh, he came up as a cornerback. And so that's what we had him labeled as. We didn't realize this until later. And uh, he's actually a safety. And we did hear about his name before, but... I mean, it just didn't reflect that he was a safety on literally anything else this year. So our apologies on that. But this guy's definitely somebody that could could have been on our top five list. And that is Nate Smith out of Legend High School here. Let's go ahead and talk about his game here. I mean, look, on the year, 42 tackles, seven interceptions. Love that seven interceptions. Uh, he's six foot 160. I'm just going to go ahead and talk about his hiding frame here because it's going to continue to come up over and over again. But I gave it a seven, to be honest. He might be less than 160 pounds. He looks a little light. And so I gave him the same grade as I did to Mario Williams, who, I mean, is about at the same uh, size and height at 6'155". He looks a little bit more like Demario Williams than uh, some of these other safeties who are a little bit heavier. And so that's why he has a 7 here. Uh, but let me go ahead and talk about his game. Some of the things I really like here. So his highest rating was a 9. I actually gave him a 9 in two categories. One was agility and hip fluidity. I said he's a real smooth athlete. Uh, love his change of direction here. Definitely a 9. For sure a 9. Uh, just does a nice job changing directions on a dime. And it's what makes him dangerous as uh, potentially a corner as well. And in man-to-man -man coverage. So that's uh, what you like to see there. So I for sure think he's a 9 there then gave him a nine in pass defend consistency look he defends the pass very well if he can't intercept it he's gonna defend the pass extremely well get his hands uh, on the ball be physical rip all that stuff and he's just extremely aware with it as well you know he'll make sure the pass is broken up first and foremost that's why it's a nine he does this on a consistent basis and i mean he he plays until the whistle you know, he really does. Uh, he really attacks the ball here, and that's what you love to see out of your DBs. Um, whether they're corners or safeties, to be honest with you. Now, his next uh, highest ratings were an 8.8. .8. I gave him an 8.8 .8 in zone coverage. I said he does a really good job of reading the field and makes the offense pay for throwing his way. Uh, he will try to intercept it if possible. You know, that's just him anticipating what the play is and all that, so you love to see that. And then the other 8.8 .8 was in ball skills. Uh, he has very good ball skills. I'm confident. Um... Honestly, I'm very confident that this could potentially be a 9. I mean, he has shown the ability to make catches in a variety of situations, whether it's jump balls, diving for them, cutting players off, all that type of stuff. And he almost always uses his hands. But there were definitely a couple jobs on his film, you know, and so that's why it's not a 9 yet. I think there are maybe some consistency issues here if he was a true nine here he would be a four-star guy and you know four stars don't drop easy interceptions and he did drop a couple and so you know gotta gotta minus him a little bit there but other than that he's very good he's very good now i want to talk about this other thing before i talk about some areas of improvements um his man coverage ability i actually gave him an 8.6 in man coverage ability i said he's very good in man coverage uh, technique wise i mean he's sound you know you could definitely trust uh putting him in 101 with somebody and uh, you could also potentially play corner on the next level now you know, uh, do I think he's a D1 corner off the bat? Probably not. Maybe more of an FCS type of guy uh, because he is kind of on the lighter side, maybe higher level D2, uh, but that's mostly because of his weight. Now, let's talk about some of his lower ratings. Now, uh, block shutting ability was his lowest rating out of five. Didn't see a lot of it, so this is obviously a default grade here. 
but also I'm not so sure if he was. I'm I'm just not sure if he would be able to shed a block if a receiver or a or a whatever type of blocker you know get their hands on him. I think they're. Uh, I, I would probably bet on him maybe getting hit handled a little bit more here if he was to get blocked. So honestly, that's just a strength issue in general. So there you go there. Uh, after that, run defendability gave him a 6. I feel like he does a good job of shutting down the outside runs. That's why this rating's uh, as high as it is. But man, does he just wait a while before getting in there on interior runs. Like on runs up the middle... He looks a little has he looks a little too hesitant there, and he almost always waits for the running back to come up and uh, come up to him, and that's just not a good thing. I mean, if you know it's gonna be an interior run, you gotta get up in there, gotta be willing to make those plays, um, and so I just feel like he waits a little bit too long for those runs to develop, especially when it's up the middle. So so that's why that's a six. Now let me talk about some other things that I haven't talked about yet here or at least i don't think i've talked about yet here uh hit power gave him an 8.4 i mean he has a smaller frame uh which hurts you know his uh potential on his power just in general but look there's no doubt that he's a physical football player not the kind of hitter that Jackson Mumo was, because Jackson Mumo will literally take heads off. But, you know, he's a good enough hitter. He's a physical football player. This grade could definitely go up if he puts on weight. But for now, I think it's, uh, I mean, this is a pretty good rating uh, for a 160-pound safety. So you got to like that for sure there. So, uh, so yeah, I think that was the only thing I didn't talk about. Altogether, his final grade was a 79.3. He would have made our top five list probably or pushed for that top five list if he wasn't listed at corner. But also, look, his frame, run defendability definitely hurts him. I don't think I would have put him, personally, I wouldn't put him above Malik Singleton, Bryce Johnson, and Anthony Constanza, who are all low-key run, I mean, they're all low-key linebackers who hammer um, the run, and they're all at least legit 200-pound safeties. You know, maybe Malik Singleton being a little bit wider there, but he plays like a 200-pound safety. And so those guys are all over six foot. They're all in that 180 to 200-pound range. So I think I would have had trouble putting him above those guys, despite Nate Smith here potentially being the better overall cover guy, uh, potentially, you know. And, you know, even Caden Donovan as well, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, he's somebody that, he's the first safety that we broke down here. Caden Donovan does a lot of things as well, and he's just a little bit more physical because he is a bigger safety. And so all those things kind of go against Nate Smith here, um, and I'm sure colleges see it that way as well. I Like I said, I think he could maybe play corner on the FCS level. But weight is definitely concerned. I'd like to see him be at least at a playing weight of 175, 180 would be a more of a sure bet here, uh, honestly. And so if it comes down to it, and I didn't see a whole bunch of offers. I looked at his Instagram and socials and all that great stuff. I didn't see any offers yet, even though I do think he's a next-level player. Honestly, I think Juco is probably the route here. I mean, it's going to show quickly who the good cover corners are uh, in Juco. Because usually, or while well, good cover DBs, because usually those guys are the guys that are picked up pretty quickly here. Uh, but Nate Smith, I mean, he just hasn't been picked up yet. Uh, and he is a good player. I mean, he's a very solid cover uh, DB here. And so he's going to be used uh, for somebody's defense and, you know, help hold it down somewhere and just blanket uh, opposing receivers and offenses somewhere. Where that is, I don't know. But we'll see. I think if he does go Juco, you know, not only is it a cheap option, but, I mean, he's going to prove valuable to somebody. He's going to be somebody that might be someone's number one corner or number one safety somewhere. So uh, we'll just have to see about that. You know, I think the more time he has to put on weight, the better, too. So I'm just going to say that. But there you go. That is Nate Smith's breakdown here. Fantastic cover corner, but definitely some concerns about him against the run and his overall power. Alright, so there you go. That'll wrap up this episode of the Playmakers Corner Podcast. First off, thank you so much for supporting us. We appreciate all the support that we get, not only in the state of Colorado, but around the country. Um, obviously, we do it for the players. Couldn't do it without y'all. And with that in mind, 
you know, go ahead and, uh, you know, show some love on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Playmakers Corner, uh, TikTok as well, at Playmakers Corner. And, you know, follow and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, on our Twitch channel, which we always do, with, or maybe not, no, always, yeah, at least once a week, at least once a week, we do a Twitch live stream where we do film breakdowns, we bring up a player's film, and we break it down live so that you, the uh, listeners and viewers, could see our process live there, and so if you want to check those out, look, go for it, you know, we're out there, uh, we're putting in that work, and if also you want to be a player, or if you want to have a player's film broken down, go ahead and fill out the Google form in our link tree, it should be one of the top links there, you know, it's, uh, we're doing it by Google form just so that, you know, we keep it relatively organized, so, um, you know, we know which players we do, and which players we haven't gotten to yet, so make sure you do that as well, we'll be doing more requests that episodes about non-seniors uh once as best of the rest series ends which should be next week actually and so uh so yeah so there you go there but thank you so much for rocking with us and uh you know we'll catch you later be on the lookout for this week's nei recap we'll throw in a couple film breakdowns in this week's episode as well but uh we'll catch y'all later